Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you for joining in today with us. The Fab Five Sisters here. I'm Catherine. I've got my girl Sarah, Claudette, Whitney, and Kathleen. And we are talking about turn it down for what today? Cue the music. Oh, we don't have it right now, but that's all right. <laughs> I know everybody that just heard it, the, the music just started playing naturally in your mind. So it's all good. But I'm so excited to be talking about this today with my sisters because... We are all playing big in this world. We are all women with big missions to make the world a better place. We've got big visions for our lives. And that really is all about turn it down for what, right? As showing up in this world and playing big and making an impact, there's really not a lot of, a lot of room for turning it down, right? But it, again, it's all about the mindset and reminding ourselves because, you know, just to be real, there are moments where I feel like I'm not enough or I'm too much and I have shrunk up or I have gone quieter or I haven't uh, used my voice, right? And those moments, they happen for a reason for me to know how shitty that feels because I'm naturally a loud person. If you guys haven't noticed from listening to our podcast, Rebecca, okay. I, I You're get it. Right. Sometimes what? I apologize sort of in advance. If you ever think I'm yelling at you, I'm not, I get it from my Italian grandfather. Okay. He's a very loud man as well. And it's fun. I laugh loud. I talk loud. You know, I've always been a bit of a rule breaker, right? I've always had careers where it entailed a hustle kind of life from, you know, waiting tables to, you know, building businesses. And so the life I've led, even the way that I party and have fun, and one of my top values is to have joy. I think about like a birthday party I had a few years ago and with all my girls, we were on a boat and we all just kind of kept saying, turn it up. And everybody just started dancing and playing the music and just having a blast. So like, turn it down for what? It covers all the areas of our lives. If you think about how you just do life, right? How are you showing up? And so I know we've got some really good juicy stuff to talk about today on this topic, because again, my girls here, we play big, we show up. So, and we show out. We're like, we've got all kinds of music songs going on right now. I love it. So, yeah, in our heads, it's all like going on here. <laughs> it, it is. It, it, it really is. I love it. I love music too and singing really loud. So, I just kind of 
talked about all my things. So who's got First some? First of all, you uh, did not talk about all your things. Well, not all my things, no. <laughs> so, I, I, have, I will not. 38 I minutes is not enough time you, for that. <laughs> we'll hear from you again. But you said a couple of things that made me think, right? So you said turn it up in a group. One of those things that gets us going is music, right? And this topic is about energy. And music is one of those things, like right before we started recording, someone played the song that goes along with the title of the show. And everybody, well, almost everybody was dancing, right? But (laughs) it's one of those things that it just gets you going. But when I think about turn down for what, and sort of this concept of playing full out, I will admit that until three years ago, it wasn't a concept that was part of my mindset or or my thinking. And three years ago, almost exactly three years ago, two years and 23 months ago, um, I went to my first Tony Robbins event. And I know this song was played there. And if you've ever been to a Tony event and some others, there's always loud music and cold rooms, right? <laughs> keep you up and energized and awake. And so I heard that term for the first time, play full out. I'd heard the song, but I hadn't co- really connected it. Other than a dance song, I hadn't really thought about it. And so what it means to me And as you were talking, Catherine, some of the things that came to me is that it really is about being who you are, right? Being authentically you in every situation, in every moment. And sometimes the playing full out, the being turned up is loud. Sometimes it's energetic. Sometimes it's not. So you could be playing full out and be reserved if that's where you are automatically in that state right not because someone else is is requesting or requiring or you think a situation is telling you to do something and and so for me that's what really comes to mind is that you just have to be authentically you and so whether it is the volume or temperature or energy just step in to who you are and be that authentically in each and every moment. And we all have morning routines and, you know, some mornings I get up with mine and I'm bouncing off the walls with energy and others. Today was one of those days where I just didn't want to, I didn't want to get out of bed I did not want to get into any of it, but I did. And my, my state shifted, right? My state shift. And then of course, knowing that I was going to spend time with you guys uh, helped that as well. But it, 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 (laughs) but but, you know, getting into a routine that allows me to tap into what I'm feeling so that I can walk through each day. I can walk through each moment as authentically as possible is very important to me. So I'm glad we're talking about this. And I think ultimately what this is about is just unleashing what's naturally within you 
and stepping out in all your glory and just be who you are. I love that, Whitney. And I love that you brought up energy because I feel like energy is everything. Even if you just need to be in your relaxation energy, totally cool, right? Energy and having this, I've always been a person that has like really high energy. Like even when I try to meditate sometimes and just chill, I'll have like ringing still happening in my ears. And that's energy that I'm just picking up on. I'm like, can't I just meditate for a second? Just hear nothing. (laughs) Energy is, is everything. And like you were feeling a little lower energy when you woke up this morning, but you got into your routine you put on some music, you got your body moving and the energy's up. Just like right before we started this podcast, I was, I wasn't feeling lower energy, but I wasn't in my normal higher self. And I start talking to you all and I'm like, my energy is up right now and just feeling fabulous. So I love that. And so we can control or we can create more energy, even if we're not feeling it in that moment. One of the things that I think is really important in this discussion is how we let other people impact our energy or affect our energy. And it could be up or down, right? And so, like I said, thinking about being here with you guys, I didn't know what the topic was for today. I didn't check that out last night, but just knowing I was going to be with you guys, it was already a shift. But I think that the challenge is when, and and you said this, Catherine, whether you're in a low energy state or a high energy state, it, being in a low energy state is not a bad thing, right? It just, it is what it is. But if you're in a low energy state and people come around you trying to talk you out of it because they're somewhere else, or they think that means something other than you're just in a low energy state, then it doesn't necessarily do anything. But it can create a sense of kind of get your defense mechanism moving up. And I know there have been times when I've just kind of been, I'm just chill. And people are like, what's wrong with you? Well, nothing's wrong with me. I'm just chill, right? And because they're somewhere else, they want to take you where that is. And so I am not one who is about dragging people somewhere. I just think we have to allow people to be where they are in the moment, accept them as they are, as people, day-to-day, moment-to-moment. And that's one of those things that I've learned on the mat and on the cushion, right? In meditation and yoga, every moment it's moment and stop trying to have it be something else. So interesting that you bring that up, Whitney, because there's a couple of things that came to mind as you were talking and Catherine was talking that um, lots of times we turn it down for our spouses. We turn it down for our employers. We turn it down for our, our coworkers. And we do that because we want to fit in, because we don't want to offend somebody, because we don't, there's limiting beliefs or whatever that may be. But what I was listening to, or I was participating in a group called Beyond TV Bootcamp again. You know, it's the second time around. You know, Chris and Jen, Chris Winfield and Jen Gottlieb. I'm just giving them a shout out. They're not paying for any of this, but they're just awesome. The energy that they bring into a room is beyond what you can imagine. It's just really uplifting and it really helps you start to believe that you can be more than what you ever dreamed that you could be. 
And what's beautiful about that is one of the things Chris talks about is that you don't have to believe 100% that you can do whatever you want to do or be whatever you want to be. You just have to believe one more percent more than you don't believe. So 51%, just believe 51% that you can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be. And I just remember in all my relationships that, that I've had, and I just love laughing about this, but that I turned myself down, you know, like I turned it down, you know, I'll leave it at that. I I turned it down. I turned my energy down. Like I didn't, I didn't show up a hundred percent or 51% because, because I didn't believe I was worthy to be in certain relationships. And so therefore I thought, well, I'm, I'm lucky to be here. Like I'm lucky to have them. Like I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm so lucky because I really don't deserve this. And instead of looking at it like that, it's like, no, I'm grateful that I'm here and I'm really happy that I had the, the, the experience I've had, but, but I do deserve this. And I believe that 51% more than I do 50% that I don't, you know, or 49% that I don't, you just have to believe 1% more. And I just loved hearing that again yesterday from Chris, because it was just another, uh, just another reminder that you don't have to have a hundred percent belief. You just have to have 1% more than you don't. And if people are able to look at their lives in that way, don't turn it down, turn it up, turn it up just one more notch, just turn it up because it's about believing in what you want to do versus um, believing in what someone else is talking to you about. Or even your you know, old limiting beliefs, you know, like the Chi-Chi is a good sister, Claudette likes to say. Here's my smart alecky mathematic brain. That's actually 2% more. 49 to 51 is 2%. I'm just saying. I agree. No, I agree. So if you believe 51%, then you you don't believe 49%. But, and who cares? You're still (laughs) believing 1% more than what you did before. So does anyone have a calculator? I just wanted to get a rise out of Claudette. That's all. (laughs) No, no, it's all good. No, Kathleen, that's perfect. Because every, I spent most of my life hiding who I was for fear of judgment for fear of rejection. I would get into relationships and I was thinking my spirituality is too much. Let me downplay it a little bit because in the past, um, the times that I would talk about it, people would look at me like I had three heads on my shoulders or, you know, that type of thing. And what I have discovered in the past few years about that, getting rid of those fears and coming out into the open more because Like I did the coaching I do for the truth method for 20 years before or 19 years before it really started taking off and spreading. Right. And so I had to face those fears. And and what I discovered is when you actually are authentically in the energy of you, other people accept it more when you're uncertain about who you are as you Other people are uncertain about you. So remember, everything is a projection of us, right? Everything's a projection. And if I don't trust in myself and what I'm bringing to the table, no one else will either. And so, you know, now I know what I bring to the table. I know who I am. And it's such a beautiful place, right? It's a beautiful place to be because it's when we can step into the energy of what is our mission, And how can we serve the world at a higher level? 
And then talking about guidance and getting up, I think Whitney was mentioning that I have something I say every day and it's the I am's. And so I say, and and I'm not the, you know, morning person pop out of bed. Oh, I'm just going to take off and jog type person. I need to ease into my day. And I like to go into what I call the silence, connecting to the truth and get the plan for the day. And I go into thinking time for my businesses, which is just a time where you just think about, you just let thoughts come to you. But I am love. I am divine. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am expansion. And I am genius. And I say, guide me today. And I trust that the higher power, the creator, the divinity within me will guide me in all ways. And I just stopped worrying about it. I mean, that's just, so ain't no turning down for anybody anymore. And as a matter of fact, you know, people reach out, like sometimes I'll get messages to date. I send them a spiritual video immediately. I'm like, let's just, let's just get this taken care of right away. And I go, I'm deeply spiritual. This is my life and purpose. If this is not your thing, I bless you. (laughs) Like, I love that. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. No more turning down for dating, for anything. Because I had in every relationship, including my romantic ones, and not doing it anymore. I love it. I love that. I love it. Turn down for what has so many different meanings. I'm listening to you ladies and, and, you know, Catherine, she wants to live it up and be joyful. I mean, that's one of her top priorities. So she's elevating and bringing that energy wherever she goes. And Kathleen, you know, just the great advice on 1% more. We don't have to be perfect and we can turn it up by by just believing in ourselves 1% more. It's such a great, great message. And Whitney, I love it, is being in the moment. I think the powerful part about what I heard Whitney say was, Being in the moment, you have to know so much about who you are Mm -hmm. and what you believe. And and to Claudette's point, which which is great, which is ridding yourself of fear and identifying your mission. I think that's the, I heard that between Whitney and Claudette. Once you've identified why you're getting up in the morning, period. Why are you getting up? We're all working. We all have a job, a J-O-B. But behind that is why we get up. We put all of why we get up every day into why we show up for work. We all are on a mission. And why restrict the world of those gifts we all have to offer? If we don't do it and we don't show up, we're harming humanity. Bottom line. So your duty to move forward and and not turn down, but to turn up is to operate on a high level every day. And sometimes that's going to take a state change. Sometimes that's going to take some self-control. Sometimes that's going to take some evaluation. Maybe we got a little lost on understanding why we're showing up. Maybe we forgot. It's easy to forget because it's easy to play small. But reminding yourself of why you're getting up every day and and why you're turning it up. I heard somebody awesome say last, no, two weeks ago, when you go to work, whatever hours, I think all of us are 
an eight to seven crew somehow. <laughs> but when you go to work, eight to seven or not, or eight to five or, or two to eight, whatever your day is, when you show up and you don't show up at a five and you don't show up at a seven, you show up at a 9.5 because you believe in why you got up in the morning and you believe in what your mission is and you believe so wholeheartedly that it's supposed to happen that you just turn it up. And that's what we're here to do is change others' lives and make a difference and be purposeful in our experience here in life. I love that. Like, love And what you reminded me of is, what does it take when we desire to change our state? Now, if you're just chilling and somebody else ain't, keep chilling until you don't want to chill. Be in the state. Like Whitney said, she's going to be where she wants to be. Okay. And I think that's perfect because I know her and she's telling the truth. She's going to be right where she wants to be. And that's okay. Hey, I chill in a turned up state though. I'm well, a turned you can, up chill. Owning it. <laughs> super <laughs> authentic, Whitney. It's authentic. Exactly. Ask you yeah. heard of Whitney and it's exactly. not chill. I'm like, but, but. I've danced with you. Come on. <laughs> owns it. She's at peace with it. Right. Isn't it? Don't we judge it by the peace in our soul? And so if for some reason you're in a state that you desire to get out of, just look at it this way. It's like stepping out of one room, going into another. There's states of being for your spirit. And so think about, hey, what would it take to step out of this room? I used to be in a room of sadness. So what would it take to step out of that state of being into a better state of being of happiness, like if that's what I chose. And I would think of things that caused me to be happy. And I would get the truth as to why I kept going back to the sad room. And then when I got the full truth on that, I closed the door on the sad room. I'm not really sad. But, but you know, I had to get out of it because it was a state of being that I was in a lot. And um, so, t- you know, what does it take? And don't judge it, Right. Don't judge it. Somebody else said that. Don't judge where you are. Observe it. And the only time we don't desire something is when it is not in alignment with who we are at a soul level. And so our soul lets us know this is a broke bus you're on. Okay? So get off the broke bus. Get on the better bus. And what is the better bus? Well, don't judge it because you can learn how to get off of it and back onto the better ones. So this is about expansion, learning, giving yourself a break, right? Isn't that what it's about? Yes. Yeah, there's there's also, like, I want to just add, like, one of the things that, so this morning when I was um, connecting spiritually to say, what does my private group, the Facebook uh, private group, from grief to belief, stepping stones, and excuse the noise in the background, you know, we're all working from home, so it just is what it is, so... From Grief to Belief Stepping Stones, that private group that I work, it's like I channel a message once a week for people to live by for the week. And what the message that came through is set a goal. And so setting a goal for people who are grieving is different than setting a goal for what you want to, you know, succeed, you know, this big, hairy, audacious goal. But the point is set a goal for yourself for the week. You know, like you have an ultimate success plan and whatever you want. And we're not taught that in school. We're not taught how to set goals and then achieve those goals. Most people aren't. And so really how how to not turn it down and turn it up, just do the opposite, is to say, okay, what is my ultimate goal? And for this week, what's one goal that I can set 
so I can achieve that goal to get closer to my bigger goal. And that could be just getting out of bed at the same time every morning. It could be connecting to your breath. It could be that you're going to contact three people each day to come closer to whatever you want to achieve on your success goal for business. It can be anything. Set a goal and be consistent with the goal and be clear about it. So do it consistently at the same time. Do it consistently, you know, block your time and be clear on what that goal is. So I just wanted to share that as well, because the only way you're going to turn it up is to be clear on what you're turning up. And what you want, right? What you want. And like what I love, Sarah, what you were saying, I had chills when you were talking, talking about knowing what your why is, right? And getting clear on that because when you're clear on what your why is, you're clear on what you want, whether it's just getting up and breathing or doing a workout or going after some big mission or goal or anything in between, when it's what you want, you just have this like natural excitement and you're just like sort of naturally lit up and the energy is there, right? That it's easier to turn it up, right? When you're following what you want, you know your why, you know your goals and you you take steps to go after it. I think one resource that's been a real asset to all of us here today in how we discovered what our why was, is the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. If you're looking for a resource to take the time to dive in and have someone give you a step-by-step guide on what that looks like, this isn't about thinking about growing up and being a millionaire. Rich can be anything. Rich can be richness of love, richness of family, richness of community. It doesn't have to be Think and Grow Rich, I'm going to build an empire. So don't Let the title intimidate you if you are looking to identify your why. I just think that's a resource that's available to everybody and there are book clubs that you can join around it and a great way to dig in and discover your why and then have the support processes to help you achieve it. You know, that's such a good goal and it it ties into, you know, the point that Kathleen made and this concept of goals and when people think goals they you know they think it has to be something huge and while yes you should have big dreams and big goals big hairy audacious goals and and that kind of thing your goals can be really simple and they could be you know as Kathleen said for her group right and they're going through something Walking through the grief process, you know, getting out of bed is a huge thing, right? It can be a huge thing, returning phone calls or something. So it could be a very small thing, but in your moment, that's a huge thing, right? So I think it's important to remember that all goals don't have to be, like Sarah said, about building, you know, great wealth or anything like that. I am... It just finished 21 days with Deepak Chopra in the 21 day abundance challenge. I am, I restarted it again today. I have a group. We're going through this for the next 21 days together. And then I'm going to do it a third time because habits are not actually just made in 21 days. It takes, it takes as long to build a habit as it takes for you to build a habit. 
right? And so if it's 21 days, great. If it's three cycles of 21 days, 63 days, whatever. If it takes you six months, that's how long it takes. But your comment about goals reminded me last year when I started in a group called Goal Friends and my particular chapter it had women in it that ranged from 20-somethings to 50-somethings. And so, you know, all in different walks of life. And the types of goals when we declared our goals on in, in that first meeting. And, you know, a couple of the women on the more mature side of life made comments about, oh, wow, I mean, you know, I don't have those kinds of really ambitious goals. And I found myself reminding them, your goals are your goals, right? They're no one else's goals. And it goes to this turn down, turn up, whatever. Your life is your life. And you have to decide what you're going to make of it. Whether you're turning up, turning down, setting goals, big or small, <laughs> right? Know why you're doing what you're doing. Being in touch with who you are and in your heart center about what you're doing. And so I got really clear on something last week. And while I had known this, I'm going to talk about my purpose, what I feel my life's purpose is. While I feel like I knew what it was, I wasn't articulating it like really quickly, right? And I was listening. I wish I could remember what I was listening to or what I had read, and it will come to me at some point. But the bottom line was it was articulated like this for me, and this is how I move forward. My purpose in life is to prove God is. And what that means is everything I do, everything I think and say is about proving the divine, right? And the way I express that is through love, service, and giving. And if I do that with my unique set of gifts and talents, then I've lived my life's purpose, and so the way that is manifesting itself right now is in coaching, is in sharing airtime with you guys for our audience. It's writing, it's serving in the community, it's whatever those things that I'm doing. But all of it comes back to one thing, and that is for me to prove that God is. And when I connected with that, I, I felt like this light bulb go off. And I wasn't unclear that that's what I was doing, but to be able to articulate the why easily, Sarah, that undergirds everything that I do, it has made all the difference in the world. So How set goals, big and small, and then just be who you are. Jeez, just be who you are. How did it feel this morning versus last week's morning? Because we all have that morning in common where you're like, oh, is it really that time? <laughs> How did we get here so quickly? I have to get up. Do you feel a difference or a shift in your ability to get motivated? No. What I did 
is what I have done, which is what I have given myself permission to do, is to be in the moment. I didn't feel like getting up, so I did not get up, okay? I stayed in bed until I was ready to get up. Then I got up and I did my morning routine. I would say this in the past, I would have fought myself. I would have dragged myself out of bed and, you know, it was like, oh, and I'll admit there are still some days because I've got things on my calendar that don't allow me to just kind of like pretend like it's not happening. But on those days, if I feel that way and my scheduled day allows it, I go with where I am because doing anything else is not allowing me to live in the authenticity of where I am in that moment. And I really am trying to be more in my heart and go with what I'm feeling and not saying be led by thoughts and emotions that may not be true, but to be connected to myself and aware of myself in every moment. But it sounds, it does sound like a difference to me then you are stepping in to serving and being your best self when you wake up and you do get going, you're honoring what that is. Yes. Moment. Yes. And yes. So maybe that's the shift of the realization is, okay, to do that, I got to be the best me. And that means honoring where I'm at today. Oh, and yes. If, yeah, if I misunderstood your question. Yes. I think absolutely it is honoring that and living in the, the reality of that. So, yeah. Well, I just think you gave a better answer than I think we probably would have guessed or anticipated you to have said. <laughs> Honestly, I think you gave a deeper answer. You didn't misunderstand the question. You just gave the reality and the truth of it, which was way deeper than, yeah, I got up and I got motivated and I changed my state. Yeah, I would have to have some thought process to have come up with that. <laughs> that would be orchestrated. No, it just, it really is at this point about, and I chalk this up from being connected with you guys. A lot of it really, you know, it's about who you spend your time with, right? You are the average of the five people that you spend your time with. And you guys are a part of that individually, collectively, you know, are a person, that person, part of those people and being with people who are heart centered and I can see how you guys navigate the world. And it's like, you know, I want some of that. I want some of that. And so, but I have been in a process for three weeks with the abundance challenge with I'm reading the artist way and working through that process and writing these morning pages every day and getting connected and grounded at a deeper level than I have been. And it's showing up in ways that, you know, we've joked about this, right? You guys are all very sort of intuitive. And I'm sort of out here in, you know, left field with my logic and with my lark, my logic and reasoning. <laughs> and so coming closer, being open to hearing, to listening, to feeling, is something that's important to me. And I see it happening as we have connected over the last 18 
plus or so months. So. So grateful for you, Whitney. We love you so much. And just all of us just have such a, a special gift and mission that we're bringing. We vibe off of each other. We vibe off of each other's energy. We learn from each other. We grow together. We work stuff out together and we just keep turning it up and we're going to keep doing that. So thank you so much for joining us for another fun, wonderful, so much insight episode here with Beyond Your Best Plan. We're so grateful for you for listening in with us and joining us. Please rate and review if you haven't already our podcast and join us on our social media, Beyond Your Best Plan at Facebook and on Instagram and have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.